And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. So you and the audience should be very happy that we're not foisting vibrators on you. Buck Perez. Got a real bad, embarrassing case of athlete's foot. It's very personal. And me, John Salwin. Black clothing, pale skin, and depression. Right. It's really that simple. everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? And to the left of me is a phenomenally great one the... Just... Just... Whatever. Keep going. Just, <laughs> just a big piece of goodness, John Salwin. There is. Sure. Now, uh, I'm, a, I'm a little hungover today, I gotta be honest. Did you drink last night? I like did. It. I did. Because I, I went to the... Um, did I mention this on a previous show? I went to the BDI show? I don't think so. Did we, did we mention this? We I think you mentioned this? it in previous conversations. Yeah. but I went to go see BDI last night in LA at uh, the Wiltern Theater. Now, who is that? Because I have no idea who that is. BDI is Oasis minus their songwriter, Noel Gallagher. And so it's them without their head songwriter, So is basically. it B-D-I or oh, is no. it B-T-I? A B-D-I. Like okay. some of the B-D-I. So those are both complete words. They're not. There's no just single letters in there. No, it's like giving you know that the beady eye you give somebody we shut one yes. eye. It's like the evil eye. Yeah, so that's I what saw, I figured. But I was like, oh, maybe there's like a clever spelling in there or something. Like that. So, so I, I went out to the show last night with, uh, with my buddy Jim, and uh, we had too much to drink. So I'm like, uh, uh, my my buddy uh, Jim sounds like a fake story if I say my buddy Jim. Mm-hmm. And me oh, and my does. buddy, Jim, my buddy, his real name's Jaime. But uh, him and uh, and then we met up with Oscar, and Oscar gave me a shitload of soju at Korean barbecue, and I just. <laughs> Now, yeah. you said it was Liam Gallagher and people from Oasis. Is it any of the original, original people from Oasis, too? No, there's no bonehead. There's no. The bald guy isn't in, no. He's not a bonehead. Yeah, exactly. Second generation Oasis. <laughs> oh, so, man. Uh, moving on. So, John Salwin. Uh, John Salwin has been on this show like 15 times. Uh, we worked together on Low Budget FM yeah. for a very long time. And um, now that, so, give, could you give the uh, audience, because... All the people in low, low budget listen to this show, and vice versa, pretty much. Uh, can you tell the audience are they're they doing any more shows? Is there anything ever happening? <laughs> and are they going to call me to be on the last show? Because I think I should uh, be on the last show. Yeah, you know, honestly, I don't know. Because um, I remember um, I actually got a text from Mark slightly before he made the public announcement that low budget was ending. My instant reaction was double because I was like, "Oh, that's kind of that's unfortunate." Because you know, I like the show, big fan. And there was another part of me that's like, "Awesome." We don't have to go to the studio, you know, because right. <laughs> it's interesting with the, I, I love doing the show. And I also like, it's like, uh, the day of you're like, oh, we got to do a show. It, it, all the lead up before kind of sucks. As soon as the mics go on, it's always good. Right. Yeah, so John, John always has a certain amount of dread about recording a podcast. Oh, yes. Once you get John in the seat, John enjoys himself. But up before then, he's like, oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. How long is this going to take? But then once you get the, the mic on, and you I enjoy that, yourself. I think a lot of that stems from the like uh, <laughs> a couple Sundays that we killed, oh. where we started at like 10 or 11 in the morning, and we ended at like 6 or 7, and I'm like, fuck, there's an entire day. Yeah. Good Lord. And I uh, recall those days as well. Which, by the way, is fine, but keep in mind, um, when I'm saying this, this has all just been, every podcast I've been a part of is a essentially a labor of love there's not been any money really involved in it they've all pretty much been operating either with zero profit or a net loss right you know um 
By the way, so, you're, getting, yeah. you're getting paid today to work. Oh, awesome. Right. Well, then that's, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, paid on the day you work. Yeah, but... but speaking uh, of that, real quick, I'll mention it. In, I was going to mention it on another show, but I got an email the other day from adamandeve.com. Oh, nice. And adamandeve.com were like, oh, we'd like to run like some advertising. Can you guys do it? And what happens <clears> is, but I, I, they pay you based on how much shit you sell. So if... You run a bunch of spots. Yeah, like direct response, basically. Right, and then if you sell a bunch of, uh, basically, adamandeve.com. If you listen to any podcast, you've heard Adam and Eve sure. people, and they basically sell adult DVDs and, like, vibrators and... Mm-hmm. Adult products, basically. Right, and then I believe the show gets a kickback for whatever you move. I Pretty much sure that's how the model works. And they emailed me, and I just thought, no. Oh, we're not going to tell our audience. You didn't even to... advise me on this. I, I, mean, I should have asked you. I should have asked because I'm I'm thinking yes, of course we should do this. I don't want to be another podcast trying to pimp vibrators for three weeks and realizing <laughs> it's unsuccessful. So you, it, the audience, should be very happy that we're not foisting vibrators on you. Yeah. And I, I stood up, but the funny thing was they were a marketing company based out of Alameda, California. Yeah. Which is mm. right next to where the Oakland Raiders play. Mm-hmm. So I, I I did I didn't say no off the bat. I said. Can you get me Raider tickets and I'll pimp vibrators for you? And the woman was like, oh, sorry, we don't have any concert tickets. I'm like, if you're a marketing company with no concert tickets, F off. But I was going to pimp vibrators for Raider tickets. Hmm. But uh, besides that, no, it's not happening. So, John, you're talking about low budget. Yeah, and, uh, so, I mean, basically, like, uh, I, you're asking me if there's a last show. I, I think there will be, but I've tried to call Mark a few times and, like, see, you know, if there, well, I mean, I should just say I haven't heard back to see when we're actually doing it. There hasn't been a final date set yet. And I like that's because I even called Mark just to find out. Well, I mean, you know, we're not I, I don't think it's talking anything since the announcement's been made or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it, uh, I don't exactly know when the last show will be. But the, the nice thing is that having a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, I kind of wanted to like the weekend that he, he announced. I'm like, we should get in the studio, do it this weekend or next. Just, you know, say, close it out. And I, I get it. Just shut it down. It's time to because right. it's like. It's always a lot of it's a lot of fun to work with Mark. It's a lot of fun to work with you, but I think it's just time low budget. Just shut it down. Okay. You know, it's fun to work with Shafi too. Got to say that, but yes. you know, I mean, it's just it, I get where Mark's coming from. He's like, yeah, I just want to do something different, and I totally get it because you know we've sort of been doing it you know on and off for you know however long, yeah, or whatever. And I just get it. Like, let's just shut it down. If we work together again soon, great. Let's do it on a different project or whatever. Yeah. All right. So is that what the future holds? What What are you going to be? What do you mean? What the future? Holds? Well, what the future holds? Well, are you doing your own show? What's going no. on? No. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't want to force an announcement out of you, but I <laughs> well, did no hear plans yet. Something about John Sowen, life coach. Oh, where did the, you hear that? I think that's something that may or may not be in development, but I don't think anything's been announced yet. Well, let, let's say this. John, uh, a couple times, has gone on the air in some smaller markets and has been testing out kind of, I guess they call it demoing a show, and it's called John Sowen Life Coach. And essentially, John, uh, he takes calls, and basically, you don't really do much of anything but just sit there and give advice. Right. You're like David Viscott. Hmm. If anybody knows David Viscott. No, no. Uh, he was the guy that would be like on, uh, on nights at like NBC, be like a call-in psychologist. People would call in, and one time somebody called in, and there's this kid who was like, I really don't like these kids. I really don't like these kids that are picking on me. Propofol? No. Yeah, He's exactly. like, I really don't like these kids that are picking on me. And he goes, I want you to take their picture. I want you to put it in the toilet, and I want you to make on it, and then flush it. <laughs> nice. That'll make you feel good. And I was like, 
Wow, that advice just stuck with me. So, John, you give out advice on this show, and you've you've brought over a couple clips, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I didn't bring them over. I don't know where you got them. Look at this. Uh, I'm still connected. I still have many connections in the radio industry. Oh, Lord. But, uh, yeah, okay. So, I have some clips here. So, we're going to play the first clip. We've got somebody calling in to John Sowen Life Coach. Let's hear how it goes. Oh, well, I do have another question for you. Actually, I have, let's see, I have over 100 questions. Oh. Okay, um, I have a question. Hmm. Uh, how can I get better organized? Oh, that's a tough problem. Uh, maybe you should just kill yourself. Interesting advice, John. It's solid. It's yeah. t- timely advice, yes. Do you think that this person was ready for suicide? Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you heard the advice that I give before? I mean, I mean, I stand by my advice. Okay. Have you ever personally contemplated taking your own life? <laughs> like, do you have a cyanide pill currently in your gum, and that at any moment you'd be like, "I'm out of this." Yes, of course. All right. Well, we wouldn't. <laughs> All right. Let's listen to another clip here. I need your opinion. Oh. If a monogamous couple were beginning to open up their relationship, wouldn't they be better off opening the relationship up to close friends or even family? Oh, that's rough. My thinking is that close friends and family would be equally concerned with the well-being of both partners, not just the one they were having sex with. I would be much more comfortable with my girlfriend, my brother, or even my best friend, both of whom I trust completely, rather than a stranger who doesn't give a shit about me and may only consider her a sexual opportunity. (sighs) I have asked this question to many people over the last few years, all of whom have disagreed with me. I'd like to know your opinion. And the opinion of your listeners. Yeah, uh, definitely. You definitely need to kill yourself. Oh, wow. Okay, so it, did it just so happen you dispensed the same advice twice? Is it There was no other nuances you could have taken apart? It sounded and, similar. Look, it's appropriate to the situation. Now, what would... Okay, let's say, Buck, no, is sure. there anything you're going through right now in your life that maybe you could ask John for advice about? Maybe, maybe, <clears throat> maybe given a different question or whatever, John can come up with life-changing advice. If you're going to be giving advice, I'm sure you're going to really make an impact on this world, John. Got a real bad, embarrassing case of athlete's foot. Really? That's what's going on. Um, hmm. That's what's going on here. Personal. It's very personal. That is rough. Uh, it's like maybe, a fungi on my foot. Maybe you should think about killing yourself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, just that quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought of that. Look, today, it's, yes. it's a universal I thought, solution. I thought tenactin. But, well, you uh, could do that if no, you wanted to. It I ain't guess. tough acting. Yeah. It's uh, the suicide solution, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's go to one last clip just to see, because this person seems like they have much more of a dynamic problem. I'm not really, I don't really know what, like, atheists believe. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you think happens when you die? Do you just, is it like going to sleep? Or, I mean, if I came and killed you right now, would you be terrified or would you not care? Wow. Um, have you thought about killing yourself? What, what, what would happen if, if I came and killed you right now? I mean. Oh, God. Kill yourself. All right, nice, John. Nice. So, uh, hopefully you'll come back on the show and let everybody know when this airs again. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, if, if, if the show gets picked up. I mean, you're so begrudging. I don't understand why you're so begrudging about... Look, nothing's happened yet. It's just, it's something that's been tried out, so I, I don't Bra- know if it's going anywhere. I heard Bravo's interested. <laughs> well, we can only hope. <laughs> Do you feel that it's going to get squelched if you announce it too quickly? Yeah, there's 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 no official announcement yet. I mean, I don't even know where you got those clips. All right, To be it. quite honest. I... Jack's over. <laughs> Good Lord. How did he have clips? Moving on. Anyway. You got him from Scott Shannon. Oh, Lord. 
You ain't come one, but many time tainies. All right, moving on. So I wanted to have a discussion today because uh, I was I was hearkening back to my high school days because I feel like I can't escape them, especially with Facebook. When Whenever you turn on Facebook, you're like, that's some dude that I sat next to in science class or that's some chick that like cried on me in the library or whatever. That's, you, you always you keep coming across these people. <clears throat> and so I was, trying to, I was trying to hearken back to my days in high school, and there were some strange cats that I went to school with, and I was kind of hoping some of them would add me as a friend on Facebook so I could see mm-hmm. what happened to them. Right. Yeah. And uh, there, there were some really strange guys. Uh, I don't know if there were some real standouts at your school, but there's always a couple really eccentric people that you just couldn't ever imagine would exist. Right. Every school has them. Sure. But is there any that you happen to have? Just well, one that comes to mind was probably the, the only like out gay kid in the Catholic school. Oh, and in, in the Catholic school. Yeah, exactly. That's why I went to twelve years of Catholic school. And uh, should I say his full name? Am I? No, no, no. Eddie, Eddie R. Let's call him. Was <laughs> was blatantly gay. Yes, he was. Wow. He was pretty fruitaloo. Yeah, you realize and, uh, that. Like, How was that for him? Was it tough? Like yeah, from the kids a, and the teachers, or I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I guess a lot of people gave him a lot of shit all the time. Yeah. 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 And I, I you know, there's always, there's, again, there's always a couple kids. And I remember I, when I used to work at the YMCA, like daycare, there were kids that were fucking gay that were like in the third grade. Like right. there were some fruity ass kids in the third grade. It's not just that they were effeminate. Like they hung out with girls, mm-hmm. only girls. They wrote with like the pink crayons and they like right. sang all the time. Like I don't, it's, it's amazing. I just remember one uh, chick I went out with, uh, she was friends with, they remember like she was real good friends with him and he would like hang out with us sometimes and yeah they have a problem with him but yeah a lot of people did okay uh like, mr romero yeah we had uh what was he like really outwardly like it was he just gay or was he like over the top stone cold <laughs> stone cold stone gay. cold gay yeah that is stone cold gay yeah and yeah catholic school you got priests and stuff like that around it's and, and probably they were looking down on him well, and looking at him. Oh I yeah, I didn't even think about that. There you go with that. Ang- there you go with that angle. I'm sorry. Yes. I was like, Buck, you're gonna. Just let I'm that sorry. Hang out no, there. I'm sorry. A little slow. I had the soju. We had a we had a guy at my school, and I wanted this guy to add me on Facebook, and he hasn't yet. Um, I should look him up. But there was a dude that just—it's a weird apropos or nothing—but just just for no fucking reason, this guy dressed like Prince. He was like a was what? it Prince? No, no. Well, that so you didn't been... go to school with Prince. That's unfortunate. Prince Nakamura. Did, no. Didn't you go to a predominantly Asian school? So was it Asian Prince? No, he was not. Oh. Wasn't Asian Prince in NWA? <laughs> like like the other guy. That, that was yeah. Yellow Man. That wasn't Asian Prince. No, it was something Arabian Prince. Yes, like Arabian a, Prince. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good name. In NWA. Yeah, yeah. he was like a. He was like one of the side guys. He was in the posse. Wow. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, it was a posse member. But so this this guy would come to school. With like not just dressed like but like with fucking um like lace over his eyes like a lace bandana and like high heels and he was a white dude but he wasn't like I'm not saying Prince is gay but it's kind of fruity to dress like Prince but he wasn't gay he was like on the soccer team wow and like he would just and he'd always kind of so he's like when doves cry Prince yes he's totally when doves cry yeah yeah and he'd walk around and he'd like talk normal and shit like he wouldn't talk like Prince he wouldn't be like. I'm really concerned about chemtrails. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like how Prince has that, like, whenever Prince talks, it's like, so Prince, how's your new album? It's a new album. Um, it's one of these type of albums that has a lot of music on it. And it's like, he, he's really monotone. Like, for a guy who sings like, 
like that. He's like, well, talking's not his forte. It's singing. <laughs> Evidently. Yeah, and basketball, apparently. Yeah, right, right. For, right. But the dude dressed like Prince, and I always felt that maybe in four years or whatever, going to school with the guy, I could have sat him down or just maybe caught him in the hallway and be like, I'm not dissing you, but I guess you really like Prince. And this was after, it's not like this was 84 when Prince was at his... Yeah. I, this was in the 90s when Prince wasn't Prince was still making good music but he, it wasn't cool to be into Prince right like I like Prince and my friends like Prince but it wasn't like you know but I kind of knew about Prince I'd be like hey I like Prince it was like new power generation type shit yeah I'd be like my name is Prince and I'm, I'm funky, funky. yeah but, but you know it's like but then if the, he had that cool helmet with the chains over it though that he ooh, wore in the video that would have been ooh. awesome <laughs> right and the gun microphone yeah. wow but I go up to him and I'd be like Hey man, you know I I love the you know the symbol album. That's a great album. And he'd be like, Yeah, yeah, okay. But he wouldn't even talk to me about Prince. He wouldn't he'd elaborate. Dress like Prince, but wouldn't elaborate. You'd figure he'd be like, You like Prince too? I dress like Prince every day of my life. Let's. Maybe he was just a fan of the way Prince dressed. Maybe he didn't know him for his music. Like, Maybe he was a fan of his fashion. I believe his music is completely overrated. Yeah, I just enjoy his fashion sense. I just enjoy yes. the fashion. This one bitch at the school that looks like Apollonia I want to get at. But it, it always kind of blew me away. That's what I thought. Are the, were there any chicks like just all on his jock because he looked like Prince? Because Prince is pretty much a man, even though he... He hung out with all the hot woman. chicks. Yeah, exactly, yeah. All the hot chicks loved him. And then like all the guys in the soccer team like, no, nah, man. It was this weird thing where all the jocks protected him because he was like a really good athlete. Hmm. So he'd be like, don't fuck with Randy. He dressed like Prince. What? You got a problem? And it was cool. But so, John, hmm. was there anybody at your high school who was wildly eccentric that just stands out in your mind? Or uh, let's see now. It stands out in my mind. Like, uh, I mean, uh, the only person that really comes out as far as like uh, getting into something eccentric was there was this uh, girl named Erin who uh, she got into like a really. Um, she when I first saw her because she was like you know when I was a sophomore she was a freshman, um, she seemed like pretty normal. Yeah. But by the time she was like uh, her late in her sophomore year, she got really artistic. And one day she came to school with her upper body just painted and <laughs> like, nice, like uh, you know, um, what is it like uh, body just, paint shit? Yeah, yeah. But the the shirt that she was wearing was more like a not there than there. Like, you know, mm. like, I want to say, like, fishnet material or something like that. Ooh. And I think she got sent home pretty quickly for that. <laughs> Before she hit it to, made it to the quad, she was yeah. sent out. Yeah, and uh, so I'm trying to think if there was any, I mean, that, like, she stands out as, like, the most, um you know, the the, the biggest, like, uh, you know, and I, that was, I think, the you know the apex of that yeah but you know i remember like you know sh- like uh cutting her hair all weird you know sh- shaving like the sides of her head oh you know that's a bold move yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but like move. that was the most epic thing that she did and other than that i'm like i know there were other characters there but that's the one that stands out the most can i ask you guys did you have a, a pat at your school because <laughs> we did yeah. we, we had a pat we had a, oh, yeah. uh, she was a grade above me but it was kind of like you know she really did look like a dude and dress like a dude and all <laughs> yeah. this shit yeah and i think she every year she'd get shit in the you know girls restroom because freshmen would be like what the hell are you doing in here? yeah you know, no, no one no one that was like uh like that you couldn't figure out whether they were male or female <laughs> no um, see that's what were, i'm talking yeah yeah there were there were a couple women er, uh, girls at my high school that uh 
did not look good in the slightest. <laughs> but we're obviously women, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like, okay, maybe it's a dude, maybe it's a chick. Well, John, no. you got you got to check for the Adam's apple, really, if it comes down to these, you're not sure. These were not. obviously women, but very unattractive women. Hmm. There was one woman that my friend Steve used to refer to as Hogan. Like Hulk she Hogan? looked like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like she had that thin blonde hair, yeah. and it was like cut like Hogan, but she wasn't bald though. Like it covered her whole. Head. Was she rocking the mustache that Hogan has? <laughs> Did she no? have the skin of a hot dog? No, no. <laughs> You're right. He does have the skin yes, of a. Yes, he hot does. Dog. Yes. But no, not, none of that was happening. But by my buddy Steve, was like here's Hogan, <laughs> and like I think she be, ended up coming out of the closet eventually. There was one girl who was massive and then had big curly hair. Which was a bad look. Like she was kind of Stay Puff Marshmallow Manny, mm-hmm. but it was even worse because she had the hair of Thurman Merman from uh, from Bad Santa. That like curly, that like Bob Horner from the Atlanta oh, Braves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That short curly, like uh, Harpo Marks. Yeah, something. Uh, if you don't know what the the hair looks like at this point, I, I can't help the audience out anymore. But the, she had short curly hair that was kind of froey, and she looked like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, <laughs> and she fell. <laughs> on the, the center of the school one day everyone's walking to lunch and she fell and hurt her knee and everybody just walked past wow. and she was writhing in pain she was like oh my god and she was just like kind of moving and people just walked around her and people are so cruel yeah including you obviously because you saw it right no I offered her help <laughs> <laughs> when no one was looking. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. No, I offered her help, I did. Holy shit, what's that? Come on, let's go. We had another guy named Ronald who was bef- way before it was cool. He was he used he didn't dress like it. He dressed like a normal dude, but like low end, like he went to Target. Like you know, you always know the kids that like, "Oh, your parents shop at Target." Like, yeah. I, I kind of rocked that look a bit, but uh, this kid would be he turned to me and he said he was a vampire and he used he had like fangy looking teeth too wow. and he was kind of a green color he's one of the only people I've ever met who were green he was like a Star Trek alien and not good looking at all just a horrible look <laughs> his sister was cute though which I never got he was green and his sister was this cute blonde I have no idea how that happened hmm. but he turns to me and he goes Todd I'm getting very hungry I need blood and I'd be like, really? What is... I need someone without AIDS, Todd. I need blood. And I'd be like... <laughs> he would seriously man? do this to me. He you. would seriously do this to me. Is this freshman, sophomore year? Is this, this junior freshman senior? year, Mr. Yeah. Carter's, yeah. Mr. Carter's math class. Still living in the imaginary world then, yeah. Yeah, where Mr. Carter once called me. He was like one of the coaches on the team. And Mr. Carter goes, hey, Todd, get up here. Just come over here. And he's like... I'm like, okay. So I walk up to the front of the class. He was like my math A teacher because I was yeah. retarded at math. And mm-hmm. he goes... Go to the bathroom. I go, what's wrong, Mr. Carter? He goes, you got a big-ass booger in your nose. Go to the bathroom. And I look at <laughs> the bathroom, and yes, I did. It was like... <laughs> and were you in the back of the class? Did he, like, spot call it from, like, the front? Yeah. Called, Holy shit! He called my boogie from across the room. Exactly. That's, that's why he was a coach, man. Good wow. job, up here. Any, anybody else, John, that stands out in your mind? No, that's a, that's pretty much everyone that stands out. Um, how about weird cliques that people have in high school? I'm always amazed about how... Like, there's certain cliques, like, I don't get... Like, there's certain things I do get and certain things I don't get. Like, I don't get... There's the uh, the rebel guys, which is, like, the Mexican dudes who dress like uh, James Dean or, like, Morrissey sure. mm-hmm. with, like, the Dickies and, like, the bomber jackets. And uh, that's, like, a whole scene. They call them, like, rebels. I don't know if people across America had rebels at their schools. They dressed kind of like greasers. Sure. Yeah. And that was always a, an interesting look. You were more of a soch. 
Not I, a greaser. I was more of a social than yeah. a greaser. Yeah, you yeah, seemed like it. Really, you no. seemed like it. I was. Well, I was class president. I was a greaser. But um, John, John, maybe you can explain this. We were Stay ta- cold. You might understand this. What makes a goth? <laughs> Sam Rubin did there. Yeah. What makes a goth a goth? Why? Why do? What? What's? What? what I mean, what's? What's the? I don't fucking get it. I don't. I, like, I get. I get punk rockers and stuff. But I don't get goths. What's the, the goths? Well, the goths were just uh, the things. I mean, the thing that made it goth. Goth is uh, you know, um, black clothing, pale skin, and depression. Right. It's really that simple. <laughs> um, as far as like why in. You know, back in my high school, how does that appeal to someone though? I don't know. I mean, you're appealing to like people of like a you know that have similar tastes, basically. Yeah, but that's a I don't know, man. Like the 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 dressing all goth is it's I don't get the attraction. I don't think only if girls are wearing bustiers and the boobs are showing do I find it a good look. Or (laughs) as far as like the vinyl, as far as wearing it every day or wearing it to school. Um, I think the uh, the thing that you're trying to like that became popular because of uh, you know the crow, hmm. um, yeah. which you know that's like Brandon Lee, ultimate goth hero, dressed like one and then died while he was shooting the movie. So there you go. He died goth. Yeah, he died literally in the goth universe. Yeah, and I, so that's uh, like I mean he's probably he he might have been the best inspiration. Other than that, you know, it's just like uh, you know listening to like goth music. Basically, oh, I think <laughs> a lot of like Bauhaus. Oh, yeah. I think you got to feel this one, Todd. And I think you should actually dress to work as a goth. I should. Yes. Yeah. You got to experience that because this is like the second show we talked about it. So obviously, it's on your mind. Can yeah. they fire me for dressing goth? Isn't it like a cultural uh, thing? Can you be like, it's my, exactly. it's my culture. <laughs> That's up to your goth? workplace. This is part of my heritage. Yeah. Can I sue? Am I protected under the? Uh, I don't know. There's some act where you can't fire people for being gay, or you can't fire people for anti-goth act. For yeah, yeah, for their religion. What if my religion was, you know, goth? It's not. Okay, I mean, (laughs) it's not. I mean, the goth Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus was so goth. Yeah, look, it's it's not it's not a sexual orientation. It's not a religion. So it's just not. So, oh, to, to to finish up today's show. I um there was one girl who went to our high school in middle school. So I knew this girl for like 7 years and oh my god, her name her last name was Roche. Mhm. Hmm. And so she was called she was dubbed the Roach the moment <laughs> I met her. Yeah. And well. she graduated being called the Roach. And people would yell at her Roach in the hallway. It's got to yes. do wonders for her self-esteem. <laughs> and this girl God bless her. Probably actually wasn't, she just didn't put herself together right, but wasn't bad looking, hung out by herself, and everybody called her a roach. And then one time, this girl was totally just ratting her out and picking on her and hit her. And the teacher goes, why are you doing that to her? She goes, because she's the roach. <laughs> and this poor girl, her whole life, right. she emailed me on Facebook recently and said, Todd, uh, you were nice to me in high school. Thank you. And I thought, wow, that's... All right, I felt, I'm not trying to brag, but it was she did remember I was nice to her. It hit her That's back. Good. No problem, Roach. <laughs> you should have hit her back with it. Yeah, it's what you knew her as. Come on. I'd like to thank John Sowen for coming on the show today. You're welcome. I'd like to thank Buck Perez once again for being on the show. Hey, no worries. And uh, if you, there's any weird ass kids at your high school or weird cliques you don't understand, uh, let's uh, see it up on the uh, comment section at farallpodcast.com. Is the machine.